I'm excited about how technology is uh, being democratized, how it's plunging in cost. And we have one of our missions is to positively impact one billion people. The relevance of a new technology to solving problems that affect like a billion people. All great stuff happens because someone inspires someone else to do something. The wave of innovation is going to be eroding the territory. How's it, future innovators? Welcome back to another episode of Exponential Africa. On today's show, we're going to be chatting to Carl Nell, who is the EVP of Uncommon Partners Lab at Singularity University and former CEO and co-founder of Uncommon Partners, which was acquired by Singularity University in 2019. Uncommon Partners is a transformation company that really looks at how to take charge of your company's future, especially if you're a large legacy organization how do you innovate and turn these massive ships around? So a little side note is that Carl was actually born in South Africa. So he is a proudly South African at heart. Take a listen and I hope you enjoy. None of this would be possible without the incredible support of our partners. Our collaboration partners are the Development Bank of Southern Africa, Discovery, Deloitte and MTN. A collaboration partner of the Development Bank of Southern Africa who is also our first Singularity U South Africa country partner, has a focus in how to bring prosperity to all South Africans through infrastructure development, communications and technology. And they have some massive ambitious projects which we'll be sharing with you over the coming months. Our other collaboration partner is Discovery. Discovery is a shared value insurance company whose purpose and ambition are achieved through pioneering business model that incentivizes people to be healthier and enhances and protects their lives. They have been written about in many books and today Discovery covers over 5.1 million clients, which is incredible. Our next collaboration partner is Deloitte, who have also become a country partner with Singularity U South Africa. And we've been building an incredible relationship with Deloitte over the last three years. And working with their team has really shown us how Deloitte really does live up to their mantra of delivering impact into Africa and helping their clients transform and be ready for the future. Our next collaboration partner is also a country partner of Singularity South Africa, and we are proud to say they are the largest mobile network across Africa, MTN. MTN is leading the way in communications, bringing voice and data communications to millions of South Africans. Welcome back to another episode of Exponential Africa, where we are in the beautiful city of Cape Town, and we are fortunate enough to be with Carl Nell to talk about corporate innovation. Carl Nell is a Singularity University faculty on corporate innovation. He's the co-founder of Uncommon Partners, which recently got acquired by Singularity University. How lucky. And uh, he is now the EVP of Uncommon Partners at Singularity University and the R-Labs. Carl, great to have you on the show. Thanks so much. So, Carl, do you want to tell us about what is your new role as EVP at Singularity University? So it kind of is a nice segue from my previous work at Lowe's and other companies. When I left Lowe's, we started a new company to help other companies transform. And as we were doing that, we were also creating new tech and new things having to do with neuroscience and other things. So we're literally just continuing on those same things we're doing, but just tagging into this amazing community here at Singularity. Amazing. And um, you know, what in your experience drives this corporate innovation? What's driving all this? We have to. You know, we, we, 
everyone should now at least understand that we live in an exponential world, right? And that exponential curve is just getting steeper and steeper and steeper. It doesn't matter what industry you're in, how protected you think you are, you're not. And those that think they're protected very quickly realize how naked they are to all of this change around them. And so every organization needs to change. And most of those organizations that need to change are the corporates. And so they recognize that, they need it, but they don't really know exactly how to do it. And then yeah. that's where we come in. Well, wow, so interesting. And I mean, how these, these exponential technologies going to you know, change the future of work and spur this gig economy? Yeah, it already is. I mean, if you look at all of the changes that have already happened, anyone that use, is using Fiverr, anyone that's using any of these distributed work systems, it's already happening. And so if you have a job that is rudimentary and that is process driven, your job probably won't exist. I'm sorry to all the accountants out there and the paralegals. I mean, those jobs are the first ones that are going to really be automated. There's so much talk about the Uber drivers disappearing, but there's things that will happen much, much quicker in the white collar space and other things that are, I don't think the world's really prepared for. So we have to be prepared for the societal ramifications of these things, but also from a corporate standpoint, you know, this honeypot that so many corporates have is gonna disappear or dramatically change, no matter what industry you're in. So figuring that out now is much better than when you're really in trouble. You also look at like the neuroscience yeah. behind all of this and like what's happening in our brains and how do you assist companies with this? Do you wanna tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so I'm a behavioral scientist by trade that got into all this innovation stuff to see if you could really transform organizations. That was what I cared about. And the fundamental thing, the thing about, the beautiful thing about neuroscience is I don't really care what you believe about yourself. I really care about what's going on behind the curtain, so to speak, that then we can use as a predictor to be able to see what would drive a behavior change. So for me, it's all about driving a behavior change. Belief is a precursor to behavior change. Um, ideas are a precursor to behavior change, and so I'm trying to get to that and what's driving it beforehand. And asking people questions is, has been the only real way that we could understand a little bit what's going on behind here. But now we have these new tools and these new ways to look beyond that and see what's going on and then use machine learning and use artificial intelligence to be able to extract that and then use that as a predictor. And so we've been doing that in large scale and testing new designs, new store settings, uh, UX, UI, digital interfaces, and other boardroom experiences using neuroscience as a way of understanding and fixing problems that seemed unfixable before. So interesting. Eh? Um, I wanted to ask you, you know, what are some of the, the, the biggest misconceptions we, 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 you know, companies and industries have around innovation? I think the biggest one is that almost all companies start with a mindset that there's a skills gap. There probably is a skills gap, but that's not the primary problem. The primary problem in all of my research and all of our experience has been there's a story problem. If you don't really have a unified strategic narrative of where your organization is going, hiring some machine learning team is not going to solve your problem. You have to solve the primary problem first, which is what are we doing and what are we becoming? Then you can go about solving the technical problems. Wow, that's so interesting. So it's all about purpose. It's your massive transformative purpose. It's exactly. your marketing within your, in the organization. Yes. I mean, there's that classic story, you know, of, uh, of uh, President Kennedy. It's probably apocryphal, right? But, you know, after he'd done the moon, moonshot speech, years later, he was touring one of these NASA facilities. And as presidents often do, was talking to some guy mopping up the floor said, sir, what do you do here? He said, I'm helping to put a man on the moon. Now, whether that story is true or not, I don't know, 
but what it, what it exemplifies is that person was tied into the strategic narrative of the organization. Their small role was helping to ladder up to something much bigger. And too often our organizations don't have those things. Just before we go here, I just want to leave the audience with some, some key takeaways from your book, From Leading Transformation. If you haven't got it already, go get it in one of the bookstores. Uh, what are some of the key takeaways from your book? Yeah, so from my own experience and then all the research that we did interviewing Elon Musk and many, many others and both uh, traditional corporates and, and, you know, the most disruptive companies in the world, there are three things that they all do and, and if they fall away, it's because they're not doing these three things and then and when they're successful again, it's these three things. There are three things. So the first is have a strategic narrative. This goes back to what we were talking about before. What is it that is really driving your organization to exist and to grow? Every single time humanity, as even in small groups or in larger groups, we have strategic narratives. So it has a high degree of clarity of where we're going and a very low degree of certainty. If you don't have that and your, your lowest level employee can't communicate it back to you or to their friends, then you're lost. So start there. Second thing is once you know what you're gonna do, then we call it breaking the bottlenecks. Literally map out like you were gonna to go to market. Map out all the steps inside of your organization that would be required for that to happen. And do it with the ferocity like you were competing against a competitor. And map it out, all of the people you need to influence, all of the official and unofficial things that you have to do. And attack it that way. I never see people do that, which is shocking, because it almost feels, uh, I shouldn't be tricking my company. Trick them. Yeah. The third, after all of that is to have new, what we call future KPIs or FKPIs. You have to have new ways of measuring what is working and not working. And this is where neuroscience comes into play a lot of times. But it doesn't just have to be that. The most critical thing is whatever you're doing to measure your existing business, do not use those measures to measure your new thing. You know, if you go through all of the stories of Kodak, and I mean, you go through all of these different things, one of the main reasons why they failed was because they were using mature metrics to measure something new. Don't do that. So if you have those three things, strategic narrative, breaking bottlenecks, and if you're able to develop new KPIs for the future, that is the recipe for how to break, for, break free of all of this inertia inside of large organizations and small ones. Amazing, amazing. Thank you so much. It's been a great, great episode. Hope you enjoyed that. If you liked this episode with Carl, make sure to subscribe and like our page. And we will see you on the next Exponential Africa. Keep smiling. There's so much we need to do in these large organizations to really change cultures so that we can be leading the transformation in the future. I really hope that you go out and get Carl's book, Leading Transformation, read it, and really try implement some of the learnings from this episode and from the book. If you want to hear more Exponential Africa episodes, please make sure to subscribe or watch us on YouTube. Keep smiling. Keep smiling.